It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. I'm Jesse Pittsburgh and I'm a zombie holic. I'm Freak, and I'm a zombie-holic. I'm Micro, and I'm a zombie-holic, and welcome to Zombie Anonymous, your 12-step program for coping with your undead addiction. How are we doing today? Uh, better than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, today's a little rough. Today's a little rough. I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, it's been a, a crazy day. I had two kids that had to go to school today, and one that mm. didn't because he had parent-teacher conferences, and tomorrow it's the opposite. The other two don't have school, and he does have school. So, yeah, it's going to be fun, in addition to work and everything else. Right, right, right. But, other than that, I'm good. How are you, besides your teeth problems? Yeah, i got a, got a little bit of a wisdom tooth thing going on. Otherwise, it's it has been a really, really busy couple weeks. Well, busy week since we last recorded, but um, past couple days... There's there's been all sorts of you know power outages and mm. got to run and do this, got to do that. So it's it's been interesting. I'll put it that way. Got it. How long were you without power? Uh, from the time it went out to the time it went back on. Well, really, like <laughs> estimations, you know. Uh, it had to have been a few hours at least. I, I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention, but it it was a while. It uh, yeah. Did they say what caused it? Somebody hit a transformer or something? Oh yeah, someone smacked the pole right outside our, uh, my apartment. So, oh, those are always fun. Just not paying attention. Damn drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> did everybody have a nice Halloween? I did. I, I, we know you did. You sent us video. <laughs> That's the problem. I really wasn't drinking because I was on an antibiotic, so I couldn't do much. Oh well, you couldn't tell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought you were drunk. I thought no, you were. I just act drunk all the time. That's all. <laughs> Nope, I act drunk all the time. Well, now we know. Now we know. <laughs> and they let you teach children. I don't teach them. I, oh, tell, okay. them what, I tell them what not to do. I'm, I'm the example that I give. Oh, okay. There you now, go. Don't do this thing. Trust me. Let me take it from experience. This is a bad idea. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I had to dress up for work, which I posted on the page. Well, that's right, the voodoo but, priestess. Yes. And then um, I also had to dress up to be part of my son's costume because he was Jack the Ripper and he needed a victim. (laughs) So I dressed up pretty much in the same thing I wore for the voodoo priestess, except for I changed the hat because he needed my hat that I wore the night before for his costume. (laughs) And I just put a nice, you know, bunch of blood across my neck and made some like, you know, look like a slice with the fake skin that they sell 
Uh-huh. Which doesn't like to stay on your skin, by the way. I kept losing my cut. <laughs> I had to keep oh, really? sticking it back on, yeah. <laughs> but um, it was fun. He got tired of trick-or-treating at, like, 7.30. They have until 8 o'clock. You get two hours. 7.30, we started at 6. He's like, my feet hurt. I have enough candy. I'm tired. My this neighbor needs to be educated. I know. I was like, we used to trick or treat from the time we could until we had to the last minute, so we could get all the candy. Uh huh. Apparently, he didn't yeah. care. <laughs> it's like in Des Moines. It's always been, well, they trick or treat the day before Halloween. Really? Suppose supposedly it has cut down on problems with kids being mischievous. <laughs> Kids and can be mischievous like saw, I, anytime. <laughs> I know. That's what I th- like thought about it. But I saw an article that said that since they've changed it, then crime and police calls have gone down in the 40, 50 years. Oh, wow. Maybe more than maybe more than that. But it's like when it, before I moved to Des Moines, then it was Halloween. And then we moved like the next day or two after that huh. is when we moved to Des Moines. Oh, and I was in fourth grade, and it was probably not as long as I thought it was. But then we just went out. We were the last ones out trick-or-treating that night because the last few houses, they just poured the rest of their candy yep. into our bags. And it's like, so it was probably only 9 or 10, but it felt like it was a lot later. Right, right. Just because I was so young. But it's like, yeah, it's here. It's just 6 to 8. 8 o'clock, then they're done if you're... People turn off their lights and don't give out candy anymore. Yeah, there's huh. a, there was quite a few houses that weren't giving out candy on our side of the neighborhood. So we, like, did our few streets over here, and then we crossed the main street that's in front of us. And we went over there, and there was tons of kids and tons of houses. <laughs> so we went over there, and then the kids were kind of, like, wanting to get back home because my neighbor was having a party, you know, for the kids and the adults. So I was like, fine, we'll go home. I'll grab my beer and we'll go to the neighbor's house. <laughs> so that's what we did. I mean, they had fun. I was like, it's your Halloween. We'll do what you want. Right. I actually got a trick-or-treater. I was not expecting one. I uh, Did you give them cough drops or something? No. I Thank God I actually always have candy on hand because I, I wasn't anticipating any trick-or-treaters because where I'm at isn't really somewhere that people would really trek to. Mm-hmm. And I always keep my my uh, outdoor light on, not even not even thinking about it. And uh, I'm getting ready to do my thing, and I hear this knock 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 on the door. So I open the door, and here's uh, Batman and a princess. <laughs> I am so happy you're here, princess and Batman. Here's candy, because I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting any trick or treaters. I that kind of made my night. Were you in your zombie costume? I really I was, and I was I felt bad afterwards because this, this little girl couldn't have been more than. Five, maybe. <laughs> Hopefully your parents well, watch horror movies or something and she wasn't scared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was one house last year that had a lot of decorations going on and it scared one of my nieces. This year, she did not want to go to that house. She completely skipped it because it scared <laughs> her last year and it wasn't even that bad this year. But her little sister just walked up. She had no problem with it. Right. <laughs> And my kids both liked it. <laughs> yeah, there was one guy. We went up to the house, and the lady, old lady answers the door. Justin says, trick or treat. And she's like, hang on just a second. I guess she goes and gets her husband. 
And he's got, like, a suit on and this, like, skull mask. Uh-huh. So he just walks out and he's just staring at Justin. And Justin's looking at him like, well, <laughs> like, where's my candy? <laughs> and the guy goes out into his bushes and grabs some stuff and then comes back out. He was really weird. He comes back out and he's, like, looking at Justin and, like, not saying anything. And then he was talking. And then he goes, oh, can I find you a spot? He had, like, a little fake graveyard in his front yard. (laughs) Justin said no. And he puts his bag out more, like, give me my fucking candy. (laughs) And then the guy finally gives him candy. And, like, you know, I'm like, have a nice night. Happy Halloween. (laughs) I'm like, we better check that shit. (laughs) I was going to ask. Yeah, we better. No, I checked all his candy. There's people, there's, I talked to someone on, uh, on Friday before Halloween, one of the students, they had never heard about checking your candy before. What? Apparently they, they never trick-or-treated growing up because their parents didn't do the whole trick-or-treat thing. So they, they had no idea you check your candy. So I was like, one uh, talking about checking the candy and all that, she's like, what are you talking about? There has that, never been anything in candy. No, it's I the apples. No, they're no, um, not even in, no, that hasn't even happened. The couple times that it's happened, it was like one guy had poisoned his kid's candy because he had taken out a life insurance policy on his children who was going to try to collect them. I just saw... Oh, so maybe, maybe mom and dad shouldn't be the ones checking the candy. Well, I just <laughs> saw a couple stories where there was sewing needles in some kid's Snickers. It may or may not be true, but it was posted by one of our local news stories, so I'm hoping they checked on it. That and there was like in Pittsburgh because I get Pittsburgh news too, and they said there was a razor blade in a candy bar. I mean, I always check, yeah, and if something you know, because sometimes you buy candy and it's open in the bag, I throw it away. Yeah, I just throw it away. I only yeah. found a couple pieces of candy in Justin's bag that looked questionable, so I just threw them in the trash. But everything else right. looks well, fine. We check our, yeah, we check our kids' candy, but it's just and it's, I took it's out been a couple years since I've read this, but. It seems like it's not something that actually happened. Well, I took out all the poisonous Almond Joys and Almond Snickers and Kit Kats. <laughs> I, I really was... They looked a little suspect, so I had to, you know, take them out and eat them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I fought over Kit Kats in the office because we, we do an office trick-or-treat. All the uh, the faculty and staff will bring their there's little little ones around and a lot of the students will do it because that's they really don't get another chance to mm-hmm. do anything like that and they're broke so they'll spend thirty dollars on a costume instead of buying a ten dollar bag of candy right <laughs> so but they came around and the uh the big bag of the bags of candy we got i was not allowed to have the kit kats because our uh our work study and i fought over them <laughs> now here's something mm. i remember one year and my parents took us and took our candy to the emergency room because the hospital in Des Moines x-rayed the candy. If you yeah, they, they used to do that here. I haven't heard of anybody doing it in a while. And then the kid's dentist office sends emails out saying, you can trade your candy in, so they'll give you a bunch of stupid little plastic toys for your candy. And I was like, I mean, it's a good <laughs> cause because they are going to send the candy to the troops you know, overseas and everything, and it does keep the kids from getting cavities or whatever, but I'm like, come on. They're kids. Send the plastic toys and keep the soldiers occupied instead. Yeah, that's true. But I was like, my kids want to eat their candy, and actually, I only have one that's still out to trick-or-treat, so they were all (laughs) hounding him for his candy. 
<laughs> if you don't if you don't want these, let me know. <laughs> that's what they were saying. So, well, that's good. Everybody had a good Halloween. That's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, this week we're going to skip over some iZombie because um, we need to watch it. <laughs> so, next week we'll do two iZombies and... Hey, I wasn't the slacker. I, I was it. partially a slacker. <laughs> I didn't get to finish it because I was on the phone. <laughs> I didn't even start it. So, we'll watch... Didn't even start it. We'll watch that last week's episode and this week's episode. And next Monday we'll have a double iZombie for you. Before we move on to Walking Dead, okay. speaking, as long as we're still in the Halloween mode, do we want to talk uh, a little... Uh, ah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, we, go for it. Okay, well, we have a winner. Anybody want to do a drum roll? I, I lack the, the equipment for drum rolls. There we go. <laughs> Alright, we have a winner. <laughs> we only had a few submissions, and we appreciate those. But I think the best costume that was sent to us was John Hexter. Not only because he had an awesome costume, but because it it went with mine. Which was kind of cool. He said he was Jesse's voodoo doll. And since I was a voodoo priestess, I thought that was a, I thought it was a pretty clever costume. And I actually didn't know they did Halloween in Germany. So. <laughs> I, I heard other countries don't do Halloween. I've they never heard do of them not doing Halloween. Way. I've heard of other countries not doing, like, the 4th of July. Well, that's really because that's Independence Day for the United States, duh. Exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> I didn't, I've never heard of anybody not doing Halloween. And Mexico has their own Independence Day. They also have their own Halloween. I know. But yes, I, didn't know, kind of. I didn't know that they did Halloween in other countries. I don't know. Call me, call me dumb. They, they may just have different non-traditions. Right. Well, that's true. That's true. I might have to look into that. Actually, now that you mention that, I'm thinking someone told me that Australia, I mean, Halloween's a thing, but it's not anything like what it is here. So if we, anyone from Australia wants to chime in on that, that please do. And we do know a few people from Australia. I just haven't heard from them. I don't know if they actually listen. I'm going to have to write them and and find out what the hell. I'd love to know what they're uh, up to right now. I would too. We miss you, our Aussies. Oh, yes, we also. Oh, well, John, you need to get a hold of Jesse with your address so we yes. can send you your prize. We have a prize yes. for you, and I'll get that out to you. And, uh, yeah. ZFL, do you want to do that now or after we talk about the episode? We might as well do it now. Um, stall for time, stall for time, stall for time. <laughs> Sorry, you're pulling Please. a Jesse. Now, well, I should, I should know better. Beers well. We're please, stalling for time? Yeah, please do. Uh, full disclosure, oh, I'm drinking yes. water because, um, you know, antibiotics. Yes, we understand. <laughs> it's always something. Well, tonight I have a shock top twisted pretzel wheat. Ooh. Is it good? I've had this before and I like it. If you like tit, if you like pretzels, you can taste it. I thought he was going to say if you like tits. <laughs> I did too. If I liked what? If you like tits. <laughs> well, well, who doesn't? Please tell me more. <laughs> I'll have to look for that one. Not the tits, the pretzel beer. If you like tits, this beer's for you. Yeah. That's that's the title right there. <laughs> All right, I'm drinking a um because I have to be different since it's November. I'm drinking a Dominion Oktoberfest because I hmm. had it in my fridge from last week and I didn't drink it yet. So um, uh, it's okay. 
I don't think I'm a big fan of what this is called a um, traditional Mayerson style lager. I may be saying that incorrectly, but it's M-A-E-R-Z-E-N. I don't know. Huh. My, uh, other Oktoberfest beers that I've tried, I haven't been a big fan of. So this one's okay. It's only 5.5%, so not as strong as what I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, this one's only 5.1%. So, do you got your ZFL stuff up? Oh, yes, I do. I'm sorry. I, I have this up, so I couldn't really see faces. Okay, so. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Really tough week to score. Um, and based on some things, some other theories that have kind of come out, I don't know if we we talked a little bit about this on in our, uh, in our group chat, but there's not been a whole lot discussed about it as far as the possibility that maybe Nick isn't even dead. Yeah, um, I have... Um seen that theory as well so for those of you who don't read the comics um spoiler alert um apparently they're and i'm in the boat with you because i don't read them either or have not read them um there's a, a segment there where nick kind of has a psych like a psychotic break kind of a mental break where he's uh off in his own little world and a whole bunch of stuff happens that doesn't actually happen so there's a possibility that that's what we're seeing right now that he's not dead glenn's not dead I'm hoping. That whole section. I, it's awful far-fetched. They'd have to really, really sell me on it to make to not piss me off, but... Hmm, maybe. I don't, I don't think they would do something like that. Really? I would hope. <laughs> I, as much as I don't want Glenn to be dead, they've really got to come up with something creative to not make it just kind of a cop-out. And I have a, a new theory about that whole thing, too, but I'll have to get into it after we're done talking about this episode that happened yesterday um okay so scores are as of now week three the winner for the week was uh across all the leagues was red leader with 74 points um the overall cumulative point leader right now is also red leader um and that that updates weekly uh in terms of individual leagues the o'day league that's us uh you came out on top last week with 39 who and you jesse me Yes, you. Oh my god, I'm a winner. Yeah, you won with uh, 39 points. I came in second with 35, and Freak tailed third with uh, 19. See, and he thought he was going to win. I know. I thought I thought it was close there. I wasn't sure points wise for human kills over zombie kills. So, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm thinking. I don't even remember who my people are. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you had Michonne, and that's what won it for you because Michonne was by and large. Was she, I mean, she was by. Well, I know you had posted the twice thing. As many. You had posted the thing, like, when we first started the ZFL with everybody's people on it. I don't I don't know where that's at. So I ha- that's why uh, I haven't I'll, changed anybody. I'll start <laughs> reposting that along with the link so that everybody can see it. Because um, there's, there's still some folks who are putting up their weekly adjustments to their team roster that are picking people that aren't their people. See, yeah. I'm probably not the only one then. <laughs> no, you just don't change them, whatever. Yeah, I okay, don't. So. And, the, you know, this... Like I said before, that's the same shit I used to do with fantasy football. <laughs> yeah. I just leave it and be like, oh, they have a bye week? That's okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck it. Okay, so that was the O'Day League. Um, Romero League, uh, we had Claudio coming in with uh, 55 points, followed by Paskey with 19, and Kirk Gilman, uh, third week in a row, no points. Sorry, mate. That's that's a rough you one. You might want to change up your peeps. 
Well, he, he he got kind of the short end of the stick on his draft. He didn't get uh, he didn't get any of the characters he really wanted. That was that was an interesting draft to go through. It, uh. Uh, it, it just everything he wanted was gone right before he, he wanted it. So he ended up getting kind of his last choices. Well, these are the mistakes we make before you know we start the second end of the season when we do the ZFL again. Right. These are well, the things I mean, we can all change. Combination of things, luck of the draw, um, his, the way that his car- his draft stacked up against everybody else's, it was it was just a bad situation for him. I'm I'm doing this, and all I'm thinking is that that John Madden. I like I, I, I want to just say Brett Favre right now because that sounds like <laughs> that feels like something that should happen. Um, anyways, that that was totally off topic. Uh, the Russo League uh, Red Leader came in with 74, and Matt Pierce and Hoffnader were tied with zero. Woo. So, and am I forgetting? Yes, Striner League. Uh, Striner League, Big Rig came in with 58 points, Undead Man at uh, 19, and Frank with nothing. And real quick here, the breakdown of points scored. Again, Michonne was by, I mean, far and away, she was the, the leader with, um, even though she may not have had the most kills, the fact that she has that multiplier for everything she doing she does being a stab or a slash she came out with 39 points, whereas the next person, it was uh, Rick and Nicholas, were tied for 19. Oh, wow. And, I mean, Nick pulled it out in the end because he killed himself, and that's three points because he killed a major character. That's true. Um, and then after that, it was uh, Glenn with 16. And those those were the only four uh, characters that had it, that four major characters we had that had any action this week at all. Um, now we're looking at bringing some other folks in and. Um, just as a as a high, uh, side note here, if we do find out that Glenn is not dead, that Nicholas maybe had this psychotic break going on, that he had this this hallucination, flashback, whatever you want to call it, um, if that's the case, then we will go back and review all this and make adjustments as necessary. But this is this is going to be messy no matter what. If the, if this is what's actually shaping up, it's going to be messy. So uh, bear with us; we'll make it up as we go along. Yeah. Sounds Nicholas good. Nicholas was in the memoriam. Say it again? Nicholas was in the memoriam. He is dead. Yeah, he was. Okay, then that that kind of shoots <laughs> that theory all to hell. Unless, I mean, I wouldn't put it past, uh, past Chris Hardwood to lie to us. <laughs> True. I don't know, gunshot to the head. You're getting a little staticky. Am I, I the know only that... one hearing that? I don't hear it. But a gunshot to the head, yes, I know there's times where it doesn't kill. People screw it up, but that's pretty hard not to die from. Right. Okay, so that's all I've got as far as uh, as far as DFL works. So do we want to move into episode four, the uh, the Morgan Extravaganza? Yes, we do, <laughs> and we got a whole ninety minutes this week, which really surprised me. I was not expecting them to pull out ninety minutes all in one character. I wasn't either, really, but I knew I'm, I knew they weren't going to do anything with Glenn this episode. No. I just knew it. Oh no, we won't see him till mid season. I'll bet you. Right, probably not. But I mean, I th- I was really as much as I wasn't expecting them to dedicate ninety minutes to him. I was really happy they added all that backstory in because I think it makes. I mean, Lenny James is a phenomenal actor. He does Morgan really well. Right. But to give him a backstory now, it makes it makes everything make a lot more sense. I why he's clinging to this every life is precious right. mantra now it makes sense. Right. Especially when they show him at the beginning of the episode, he's in Crazy Morgan. 
He's in kill everything. Yeah, kill everything mode. Right. Please. Which, on a side note, being that we see who he's talking to in this episode, really, really glad that I didn't uh, mark him as a kill because I, I wasn't sure he killed him. Right, I wasn't either. And whenever I saw him, I was like, ah. So, yeah, we aired on the side of caution, just called him a knockout. Um, so that was good. Good job. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um... Let me see. I'm trying to think. Okay, so I wrote down some things that Morgan was talking about. He was like, everybody turns. So, not only meaning a zombie, but everybody, I guess, turns on each other. You think that's where he was going with that? Could be. And then he had... Mm-hmm. Um, Possibly. I don't understand what the here's not here was. And then he has pointless acts. He had all that like written in blood on the rocks. Here's not here. If I if I understand properly, I, I think it was kind of a philosophical thing. Um, the idea being that he it wasn't the place that was bothering him. It it was the state of mind. So here's not here. Here is here. It's a state. It's, okay. a, it's a, a mindset. So I, I I think that's what he was getting at. Um, I could be wrong. No, I, that makes more sense <laughs> to me because I was just like, what does that mean? What does that mean? And then, of course, we talked about it last week about Morgan, because um, my roommate had brought it up. Does a lot of this stem from him not being able to shoot his wife? He said that at the beginning of the episode, but that's not really where it came from. Right. You know, we didn't know about this Eastman guy and everything. Yeah, I really, I kind of wonder how balanced Morgan was before all this happened. If there might have been something going on in his past and his background that made him more susceptible to this. That's it might be kind of reach, but I mean he he uh, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It is interesting and um, I don't know. I guess they didn't go that that far back with Morgan. I don't know if they will go back. But I think I think the thing that sent him over the edge was losing his son to his wife. Right. Yeah, I, that definitely for sure. Um. So he's at the beginning. He's sitting there and he's lighting a pyre of bodies. All these zombies that he's killed. Um. And then one of them wasn't all the way dead, and it gets up and it's burning fire zombie. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. But, and I mean, we've seen we've seen zombies that have been burned before, but we've not actually seen one do the on the, like on fire. Right, I was which, surprised. This and this is interesting too, because in terms of the classic zombie, this is a break from Romero's zombies because Romero's zombies were afraid of fire. That's true. That's and these ones were, I mean, they were they were swarming right to the fire. They were, they were attracted to it. That was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. And then you hear. My favorite character of this episode, <laughs> Tabitha the goat. <laughs> well, don't forget the two mini killed early on. Oh yeah, yeah, I did forget. Spear to the throat. That was awesome. That right. was that was crazy. I was like, oh my god, he didn't even give him a chance to say anything. He was just like, Clash. and he didn't damage the brain. It doesn't look like. So did that one come? Is that one a zombie wandering around? It might probably. It might be because the other guy. Oh. I thought he killed the other guy. Well, he did. He strangled him. 
Yeah. But then he didn't bash in the brain. Right. And then... That's going to be a ridiculous later. looking zombie with just kind of a... In his neck, just kind of popping around. <laughs> yeah. Like a tracheotomy. <laughs> Morgan could debark the babies. <laughs> yeah, he could. But they wouldn't live if he did it that way. <laughs> so Morgan goes... Saying, it'll be all right. After that, Morgan goes and he finds this little log cabin. And you could tell if somebody lived there because they had the cans on the string all around the property. And then there's this cute little goat in the yard. And then you hear a voice, you know, telling him, that's, that's not yours. Something, something goat cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my goat alone. Yeah. Which, this this place he's got set up, this is where I want to be in the apocalypse. I mean, granted, he's a vegetarian. He's eaten nothing but, but veggies and terrible goat cheese. But Right. Including the gel cell in the basement. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> it could be use it, it could be useful. But I mean, in terms I mean in terms he's got solar panels, he's got plenty of, of area to farm. He probably has enough room if he wanted to push push the boundaries a little bit where he could have a couple animals for Right. whether it's chickens for eggs or whatever whatever the case may be. So there was some meat, but I think he's onto something there in that in the apocalypse, you're going to see a lot of folks end up going vegetarian because meat is too hard to raise in an area like that. You can you could get a lot of vegetables out of the ground where it takes a huge amount of ground and resources for a cow or a pig or even chickens. I'm having meat. You'd I don't to, care. I mean, you'd have to be very very good <laughs> at being a vegetarian. Like you'd have to be able to make sure that you have all of your food, your everything, all your bases covered. But I mean, they, it would probably take all the land he had just for a single cow. Yeah, that's true. They have to eat. They eat. Crap. And then you eat it. Then you you eat one cow and you're done. If you have two cows, enough to have a calf. Yeah, and provided you know how to, you know, butcher a cow. I don't know how to do that. Stab and bite. Stab and bite. What? (laughs) Stab and bite. Stab and bite. Just, and then you just, (laughs) just gnaw it. It'll be fine. Just cut off some meat and cook it. This one still has fur on it. (laughs) It builds character. You know what? You're hungry enough, you won't care. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, look, a couple episodes ago, homegirl ate a turtle. Ugh. You know, when Eastman first came out and hit Morgan with the staff, the first view of him, I thought, it looks like little John. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part was, um, like, once he's in the jail cell and, and Eastman's asking him, what's your name? And he's like, kill me. He goes, well, that's stupid. <laughs> you should change yeah, the, that. the ultimate goddamn dad joke. <laughs> I thought that was funny as hell. Oh, that, that, that hurt. That hurt. But he did, um, he's re- been... Go ahead. Oh, that kind of reminds me, I think it was the last episode of iZombie, the very beginning, and Ravi comes in and she's cooking the food. He's like, I hate that that smells so good. Oh, yeah, he, like he did say that, because I do remember that part. <laughs> but Eastman brings up a good point when he's talking to Morgan about, you know, what he did prior to the apocalypse, and talking about people who have PTSD. Imagine how many people that do survive in the apocalypse are going to have PTSD. I mean, right now... It's about everybody. Right, right. I mean, 
So everybody's going to probably go through this cycle that Rick's going through and that Morgan's going through. Because we aren't wired to just go kill each other. We're not wired right. to have violence all the time. True. Very yeah. true. You know, I, the, and I think it was interesting what he came up with as far as uh, he he interviewed eight hundred and some people, but only ever one evil person. Right. I think this this was a very like deep philosophical episode. And I think we needed that because right. Every I mean everything up to this point this season has been run fight kill run fight kill. Oh yeah, it's been crazy. And I mean, but I mean, we've never really had an episode like this, and I no. I think I think it was it was important. It, it wasn't what people were expecting, but I think it was a really important episode. No, I agree with that completely. I mean, not only important because we've been like, where the fuck has Morgan been? What has Morgan been up to? Why is he like this now? Now we know right. that, but I think it makes you think about things in a different light the way this, this episode was. Like, they had a lot of lessons in this episode. Uh, one of the things Eastman said was, it's all a circle, everything gets returned. And he's right. Right. You know, the circle of life. I mean, no matter what, you know, part of the world you're in, everything has a way that it just goes back around. I feel like you could pull a lot of folksy wisdom out of this episode. Like, you can. Mom always said, never leave your goat in an unlocked jail cell. That's right. <laughs> Poor Tabitha. Oh, Tabitha. You know, there's an idea for a story to be told there. A Buddhist redneck. A Buddhist redneck. <laughs> so, um, the, I guess, I don't know what it's called, but anyways, he's practicing Aikido. That's what he learns with the staff and everything. And I guess it's also a state of mind, just like most martial arts, etc. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And he picked it up. Morgan picked it up really fast. And then we have the the lesson in the Aikido was all life is precious. Oh, I can't remember what it was he said. But he's like, all life is precious. That's why we're eating oatmeal. Whatever. Oatmeal burgers, yeah. Like, oatmeal burgers, that's right. And I was, I'm thinking, plants were living at one point, too. Yeah, that's, that's always the argument between vegans and normal people. Yeah. <laughs> that eat meat. <clears throat> um... And that's also whenever Morgan told him, you're really good at that. And he's like, what? And, you know, redirecting. Because he's changing the subject. He didn't want to talk about what Morgan wanted to talk about at the time. And I felt... Well, he was a psychiatrist, so of course he was pretty good at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, reverse psychology <laughs> and all that good stuff. But I thought it was kind of sad whenever, you know, the zombie came back that he was supposed to kill the guy that was supposed to be dead and he didn't damage the brain came out of nowhere yeah. and he's just standing there I guess waiting for it to kill him and then Eastman steps in and he gets bit because he would have been a Eastman cool guy a to bring man. back you know to Rick yeah he was a no it was obvious he had died Morgan showed up by himself so obviously Eastman hadn't survived Oh yeah, I know he did. I know he died. You could tell because he was getting worse as the episode went on. And once you're bit, well, I meant even from the beginning. 
Yeah, From well, the very beginning, like I they, said, you had to know that he was going to die by the end. Well, he was the moral compass of that episode. They don't last. <laughs> Never be the moral compass on The Walking Dead. Yeah, so Morgan is doomed. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah. Especially since, you know, he's going to go back and try to be that same guy. Using all of Eastman's advice and philosophy. Which makes you wonder. Well, he's not as trusting. He locked the door. Mm-hmm. He did lock the door. Because I thought he wasn't going to. And I was like, dude, you've already caused enough shit. <laughs> lock that shit. Um, oh, I also found really funny uh, the Slim Jim commercial with the Amish guy. <laughs> oh, I love that commercial. Yeah, and he says, um, so what's it like not having electricity or the internet or something? And he's like... I still get pictures of your mom in the mail. <laughs> I thought that was funny <laughs> shit. Um, also, we got to... Um, let me see. Where was I? Well, we'll finish this episode before we get into part four of uh, 462. Which really wasn't a lot. <laughs> but I'm still... Well, well, it was... Go ahead. There were some pretty cool kills in this one. There was. Yeah, the, like the stool. Like stool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> milking stool through the... Oh, and that was funny because when he killed the um, the other zombie, I guess he ruined a tomato plant. And Eastman's yeah. like, you yeah. need to do something about that. <laughs> but I was really sad when Tabitha got eaten. I, we've talked about me liking goats. Goats are I awesome. love goats. I would love to have a pet goat. I would love one. But... <laughs> That goat was freaking adorable. There is a service, depending on where you are, with Amazon, that you can rent goats. You've actually researched this. I saw an article pop up on uh, Facebook. And so it's like, so they can come in and, like, poison ivy and other hazardous uh, plant life and weeds and stuff. They can eat it with no problem. And so it gets rid of that stuff. For you and they'll come out and they'll fence it around around for you so that they won't get loose and then leave them there for about a week or so then they come and get them again hmm. and i might have to use one of my amazon gift certificates to rent me a goat <laughs> so then i looked it up it's like i wonder if that's available in des moines but it wasn't at the time <laughs> it could be now i don't know then i can go get me a boyfriend on farmersonly.com <laughs> <laughs> It's like I was just thinking how funny it would be for my wife to come home from work and there'd be a goat in the backyard. Well, I'd have to be like, I want one that looks like this. Show them a picture of Tabitha the goat. I have no idea how my dogs would react. I don't think my dog would like it. I don't know. She might think it's another dog. They might get along great. And then I would have to purchase said goat. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, this episode was really good. Um, kind of made me think a lot at the very end, if you know what I'm talking about. When you see Deanna, and then you you see everybody talking, Maggie and Michonne, they're all talking down at the bottom, and it made it seem like they were telling her that Glenn said he would make it back. I guess they got back before Glenn. So maybe... What you talking about, Willis? 
You don't remember that part? Hey, Maggie, my... I, apparently my, the video that I got cut off because I didn't see that. At the very end, then it, when it says, like, before Talking Dead starts, it has, like, the scene oh, like, next see, week. Oh, yeah, I didn't get that because it cut off right at the very end of the actual episode proper. Okay, well, yeah. I guess I was mistaken. It is for the scenes for next week. So Deanna's there. Yeah. And you see them all talking. And then you hear... Shit's happening. And then you hear Rick saying, open the gate. And then that's it. Yep. So it makes you still wonder if they were... Because they, obviously they don't know about Glenn and Nicholas. Right. So we still don't know for sure. And then Rick, I, I guess we'll be waiting to see if he's going to lose his hand or not. And I wonder how he got away from all those zombies that were surrounding the RV. So right. He climbed on top of the RV and waited for them to lose interest. Yeah, that could be. I mean, that's a big possibility. Or they didn't even know he was there. Why didn't he just shut the door of the RV? Because they can still get in. Well, he could have done that, too. Don't you remember Andrea? They can get in the RV. They're, the door was open. That's the Andrea left the door open, too. Damn it. <laughs> Maybe he did shut the door. And we just haven't seen that That's yet. true. That, that'd be the smart <laughs> thing to do. Rather than, rather than climb, just, you know, like... Closed. <laughs> Problem solved. End of episode. I don't know. I'd Next. be afraid they'd get in. Next week on The Walking Dead, Rick takes the stairs. Unless they would be more interested in the people he just shot outside. Well, that's true. Unless that's they're turning, because who knows if he got them in the head. What was that? <laughs> you cut out a bit there. Oh, so did you. That's I why I was like, what? Oh, I hadn't said anything. I was waiting for yeah. you because you cut out. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Sorry. I guess it's iffy on how quickly some turn. It seems some turn quickly, some I've don't. I've noticed so. that the last few episodes. Because the last guy they got, even though he got eaten a lot after he got bit, <laughs> he, um, he didn't turn for a while. Like, half the episode until, I guess, the episode... He didn't ever turn because he got eaten. Right. <laughs> yeah, so they might be munched on a little bit by the zombies until they do start to turn. True. Could be. But yeah, then we see we seen Morgan talking to the guy that we thought he killed. But I guess he just knocked him out for a little bit. And he's actually trying to give him that same philosophy that he was taught to see if it would work on him. But I think the wolves are... I think they're too far gone. I don't know if they're too far gone. I don't think this... I mean, this guy's this guy's a lost cause. Yeah, he's a nutcase. He had, a, he, he had an agenda well, when he showed up. He was looking for medicine. Well, also, the difference is that he had a group reinforcing... Right. The ideas and beliefs that he has. Right. Whereas Morgan was alone and just in his own mind. That's true. Right, that's true. And it does make a big difference. Like, even Eastman was telling him that before, you know, he left there. Yeah, find more Yeah, people. you can't be alone by yourself. And, and I agree with that. It's not fun for anybody to be alone, even in today's world. Because usually those are the people that go out and do crazy, stupid shit. 
I saw an article yesterday talking about addiction and how it's the people who ha- are happy don't stay addicted. Right. In like previous ones where they say that the addiction does it and keeps it going because like rats they gave them uh, water laced with cocaine and water with just plain water and so then the ones that got addicted then they just keep the cycle of addiction and so then a, somebody else did a study and put rats in cages that had everything rats would want they had a company of other rats rather than being alone right and they got them hooked on the cocaine the same way and then they put them in this other cage with all the other rats and stuff for the rats to play with and keep them active and they completely kick the addiction how do they give I feel... how do they give the rats do they give them like little tiny lines in water they they put the cocaine in the water. I feel like perhaps we should not be giving rats cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Do you give your rats cocaine? Yeah, I would not know where to buy it. <laughs> well, don't look at me. I don't know where to get it either. Yeah, but so then, so then, what they're saying is that when they're already in a sad place, when rats by themselves have the choice of water or cocaine water, they're sad and they don't have any company of course they're going to get the cocaine it gives them a release and so then with the same with people it's like if you have support you have you're active you have things to do then it'll help you kick the addiction yeah yeah but part of that's mental too yeah but but they're saying it's less the chemical reaction in your brain causing the addiction huh that's interesting i'll be damned yeah, so with, this, with the wolves, then, they have the community that keeps them going. So he's not going to... It may be similar where he won't be changing. Whereas with Morgan, then, he was like that when he was alone. It took him a while once he got into company. But then it changed his mindset. I know, yeah. I wouldn't want to be... I'm a little be... surprised he didn't slide backwards when he was alone again. Because, <laughs> I mean, who knows how long he was... We, we see him walking to Terminus, and that's he's alone there. How how long exactly was he alone? Yeah, that's a good. Had question. to have been at least at least a few months, I would say, if not if not more. Well, yeah, because it has no. Oh, well, he walked. Right, because I mean, we yeah. saw. It, I guess it's, it's how long was it from Terminus to now, and I don't know if we really want to dig too deeply into that because we're going to start fights on how long that everything's been going on. Yeah. True, but it, well, it's, been at, least, it's been at least it's been at least a little bit. Yeah, I think it's been a little, a little bit, but also compared to them because they drove. I don't right. think he was not in that bad state of mind anymore. He was already in Zen, if you will, and uh, on a mission. You know, he knew he had to find yeah, Rick in a community. So it may not have been that long from the time he left Eastman till he got to Alexandria. Right, right, right. But then Eastman said he was from Georgia, so he was still yeah, in Georgia. Ter- yeah, Terminus is in Georgia. So he, yeah, it's been a few months, I think, because Georgia to Alexandria, Virginia, is quite a hike. Yeah, might, might be a minute. Yeah, it's, a, it's <laughs> I know where Alexandria is from my house, and that's still like three hours. Because it's right up there by Washington, D.C. Right. So, and then Georgia's probably like 
another eight hours away from me to the south. <laughs> so it's quite quite a ways to walk. Yeah, so they were either in Alexandria for quite a while before Morgan got there, which it just doesn't seem like it, or he shouldn't have been, shouldn't have walked that quickly. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he's had to stop and stay overnight places, maybe a few nights. Though I suppose even driving, then, it may take him a little while because he could just go take a direct route where they had to worry about the road. Right. Maybe finding gas and supplies for everybody. Do you think that's why yeah. he was marking all of the trees? Or do you think he was marking it so that he knew he wasn't going in circles? Or do you think he was marking it for other people to see? Or maybe signs for Rick? No, he was following Rick, I thought. Yeah, but once he saw the uh, once he saw the the map at the at the church, yeah. But prior to that, he was just kind of right bumming around because he had no idea that he would be he would have ended up at terminus. Right, that's true. Well, then maybe that was just his craziness because that's mostly when he was walking it at first was when he was kind of crazy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I I thought it was a really good episode. I'm really excited to see what happens next week. Like, yes. I wish we could watch it now. Because I just want to know. <laughs> and on on that note, with this with this episode, my my last thing as far and it's for the ZFL. Um, I'll do the tally, but if you had Morgan on your team, you won. So yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'll, do the, really I'll do the tally else. probably tomorrow and get everything up tomorrow night. But uh, by the time you're listening to this, hopefully I'll have I'll have the ZFL up. Um, this may beat it up, but I doubt it. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. What was the Woo! Oh, and then we got the uh, Fear the Walking Dead, the little shorts, part four, on the airplane. Mm-hmm. That, that Asian lady is weirding me out. I know. I'm wondering if she knows. I think she does. What's going on. Because she's like, the way she's looking at everybody, and like, the kid asked her, I forget exactly what he asked her, but he asked her a question, and she was just like, didn't even answer him. I was like, what the hell, lady? Well, the guy, the guy running into the bathroom. Well, the lady, the other lady that was with the guy, she said that he was already sick. Like, before they got on the plane or whatever. Yeah, I, I think that Asian lady like, knows something about what's going to gonna happen. Yeah, she has to. Well, how... Yeah, just the way she acts is like... There's just some other random cold, then... I'm wondering she if she's, like, a nurse or something. Possibly. Or somebody from, like... Maybe she was responsible. You think she's responsible? Maybe she's someone who... Well, Maybe there's some a group that's responsible for causing it. Maybe she's part of them, and then she sees that she's trying to get away. Mm, that that could be. That's probably a long stretch. It might there. be. But I wonder. <laughs> I don't did think they, they're going to ever tell us what causes. Did it. they ever say how many parts there were to this first? Because remember, when, I think it's twelve or thirteen. Twelve or thirteen. I think so. Because I remember the ones. When The Walking Dead first came out, the webisodes, 
those were like 15 minutes a piece, but you got to see the whole thing. Now they're just like screwing with us, giving us a minute at, at a yeah. time. And I think it's Which supposed to be. Sucks. Because oh. I think they said it was going to be a total of about 13, 14 minutes. Okay, well, that makes sense. I just, why do they got to stretch it out like this? <laughs> to keep us interested. I want it all uh, now. <laughs> I don't know. So anyways, I, I'm not, we. I'm not feeling it. I really am not. You're not feeling it? No, I, I feel like out of all the, the actual time that this is, has been going on, we've gotten maybe 45 seconds of mildly interesting material. I'm not seeing... It, it's, it's, it's filler to me. It's a waste of time as far well, as I've seen. I don't see a I'm lot kinda, of... I'm kind of on the same boat with you on that. That's why I want to just see the whole thing. Because I'm like, yeah. really, this part, it's nothing in here. I'm also confused on why the plane has taken off. Because weren't they supposed to be grounded? Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll find out more. Because it went, because it went from like the first episode, where they're saying that they're going to be grounded. We'll know the whole to thing. The next episode, then it takes off, and it's like, what the hell? I know. I right. agree with that too. But like I said, we'll know the whole thing in like twelve weeks. <laughs> it's going to give us like a minute a week. I've never haven't checked online, so as far as I know, they could have all of them up by now. They're just showing one by one each week of the. Uh, I don't. I don't know if they would have done Dead. that, but they might. Yeah, I have no idea, <laughs> and I'm too lazy to even. And I don't care enough to right. go look. <laughs> well, y'all have nothing more on that. I do have a speak pipe. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. I'm gonna go ahead and play it. Good evening, Zombie Holics. Berlin calling. Just thought I'd check in and say hello. Um, yeah, keep your eyes open for the postman. Uh, he should be bringing you something nice before Christmas. As long as your customs and um, border control don't hang it all up and make everything go wibbly again. Uh, hopefully I'll get my picture for the costume contest uh, in on time. But I can't do it before Saturday because it would ruin it. Um, Alright, you guys have a good week and uh, keep it up. Take care. Bye. I just love Hexter. Mr. Hexter's at the corner. That's that's he's the only one who uses a speak pipe. That's Mr. Hexter's speak that's pipe. That's his now. speak pipe. Um and what'd y'all think? I had this shit ready. It started as soon as I hit it. I'll be honest, it threw me off. I saw I was, you I was get all like, a second to check my email. What's going on? I know, I was about to ask if you needed us to do, uh, talk about something while you found it. <laughs> I know, I was gonna go bro pot No, I figured out when you do the speak pipe that you gotta hit um it'll say like download there's a, the one I usually hit says you can listen to it at and I'll hit that and it like takes forever or doesn't come up at all direct link to download an audio file of this message I hit that and it comes right up and all I have to do is hit play I'm like what so um <laughs> Hexer we did receive said package I have not opened it yet what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna open it and I'm gonna send everybody their stuff as instructed and we will do a special prize opening, Christmas prize opening, on the show when everybody gets their stuff. So we do it. I think that's awesome. My kids were all like, "So, what'd you get in the package?" I'm like, "What's in the box?" Yeah, that's what they were asking. I'm like, "It's it's none of your business." And they're like, "Well, who who sent it to you?" And they're like, 
what is it? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> opened it. A. I said, B, it's from one of my friends and listeners of the podcast. I said, and it's not all for me. I said, so back off. See, kids, if you'd listen to the podcast, you would understand who it was from. They would. They get bored. <laughs> they don't want to listen to my podcast. <laughs> they hear you They do. About. They're like, really? We don't want to hear this. <laughs> but yeah. So Hexter and congratulations on the costume contest again. We will have a prize coming your way soon as I can get it out there. Hopefully. And thank you again to everybody else who did, uh, who submitted a uh, costume. Much loved all of you. Yes, yes. I think we might, I mean, we don't have costumes coming up again, but maybe we'll think of something else for the Christmas season that people could submit so we could have a little something else. You got ideas? I do actually. I was thinking about this on the way home from work today. Oh, sweet! Give us, give us your best zombified Christmas Carol. Oh, you know what's so funny? <laughs> I have a zombie Christmas Carol book. So maybe during, like, right after Thanksgiving, we can, uh, we can read them at the end of the show. There you go. I'm not singing. <laughs> no, them. I was. I didn't know there was a Christmas a zombie there Christmas is. Carol book. I that, actually that makes me sad. I was. I was on my way home. I was trying to think of a song, and I was really proud of myself because I came up with something. Share? Uh, no. I had like three three stanzas of Oh Christmas Tree as Oh, oh Christmas Eve. <laughs> you know they're already playing fucking Christmas music. I don't want to oh hear it. Oh my god. Don't want to hear it. I don't it. listen I'm, to the radio, so I don't hear well, it. Well, I was channel flipping this afternoon, and uh, lo and behold, fucking Christmas songs. I was like, seriously. It's... It's November 2nd. Really. So we switched it to some gangster rap. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, but, um, yeah, we'll come up with something, whether it be the zombie Christmas carols or other things. We can we can think of some more craziness. I had to tell my son, who's freaked out by the elf on the shelf, that it's almost time to bring him out. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> He's terrified of the elf on the shelf, and that's the kid that was Jack the Ripper for Halloween. It's because the elf on the shelf's a little demon bastard. Oh, he's like freaked out by him. He, I don't blame he, him. I'm with you. Friend. Even my 14 year old was like, "Who put that little thing in the shower on me last year?" I was like, "Don't look at me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't go in there when you people are taking showers. It moves. They itself. do. And I told the kids you're not allowed to touch them." <laughs> Somebody needs to make a crossover at Elfin's Shelf with um, Chucky. Ooh, that would be crazy. <laughs> Could you imagine that? He's creepy enough. You make him look creepy. He is creepy. And ours is named Jingles. What's his name? Because I could just see they're just like an elf. Ours is... The family is getting getting the kids a good, good guy doll for Christmas. <laughs> And they also have the elf on the shelf. Ours is bad. We've caught him with knives. Both come alive. We've caught him with shots. <laughs> We've caught him smearing, like, peanut butter in the kitchen. He's not a good elf. <laughs> Y'all's elf needs Jesus. He does need some Jesus. <laughs> so, do we have any topics? Um, I don't remember. I forgot to put one out. I kind of had one. I guess I didn't say it was the topic. 
but I just put the um, Schrodinger's Glenn. Do you want him to be alive or dead? And nobody responded except for Jesse. What did I say? That you hope he's still alive. <laughs> and I do. I also I hope dead. that it was a dream that Tabitha, the goat, died. <laughs> I hope that one day she will show up at the doors of Alexandria. And I see, you're one of these people that's that's hoping it's all... You, this is going to be the reason that the the very final episode, the series finale, Rick wakes up from a coma and it was all a fucking dream. Nobody died. <laughs> I don't. I didn't say I want nobody to die. I didn't want the goat to die, and I don't want Glenn to die, and I never want Rick to die. The only way you get Rick alive, Glenn alive, and goat alive is Rick has a coma dream. Well, that would suck. But why would Rick dream about? Morgan meeting that guy because it's it's Dr. Morgan why would he dream about <laughs> any of those people that he didn't know they're, they're all nurses and one of them's his deputy not Shane or they're people he's arrested oh where's the goat come into play uh, he had a goat, a how goat do you think he lost his virginity what oh. what did he say <laughs> oh <laughs> How do you think Rick lost his virginity? That's bad. <laughs> Jesse's going to be as bad as that. My goat. No. I really like that goat. No kid. So did Rick. I don't like it the same way. <laughs> I like Rick that way, though. But not I if said, he likes you're goats. You're going to be sisters with the goat. I don't like him like that if he likes goats. Like that. <laughs> Gotta draw the line somewhere. Oh, um, so at the Rick Grimes on Twitter put in the <laughs> the point that um, Daryl would be so hard if he had saw that goat. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to read his stuff last night. Did he say anything else good? Um, when Eastman said he was never going to give up chocolate, he said, <laughs> he said he's talking about you, Morgan. <laughs> oh, you wrote that on the thread. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and we had we had a new person on the thread. Oh yeah. Last night, which was pretty cool. Um, wasn't it Matthew? Oh, let me see here. There's something with the M. I remember. I that think much. it was Matthew, but I'm like brain dead today. Um. Anyways, we enjoyed having you on the thread, and I hope that we would get more people. It just makes it more fun when it's more than just, like, three of us talking. Yep, it was Matthew Yeah, Mankowski. Matthew Munkowski. And, um... Michael Szymanski said he had... He was not at home, so he couldn't watch it with us. And Matt Pierce couldn't watch it live, so... He said it sucks. So, hopefully... Now that we're getting a few people... To kind of actually interact... Because sometimes it's just... Me and Freak. <laughs> Which is funny. You do say funny stuff, and I think I do sometimes, but we really would like to get everybody to kind of come together and have, like, you know, a few people on there. It's, it makes it more fun for everybody. And I understand not everybody's in our time zone. I understand not everybody's in our country. So it's kind of hard to get everybody together, but... Yeah, not everyone's probably watching 
right when it airs. Yeah, that's true probably, too. And I actually it, they probably have kids away. Yeah, I understand that too. I actually watch it twice. I watch it once when it first comes on and do the thread, and then I watch it again and have my notebook so I can take my notes for the show. But last night was I couldn't stay up for the whole second showing. Because they did the Talking Dead in between, and I was like, oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> so I ended up going to sleep, but good episode. So do we have any, do you have any topic ideas for next week that we want to put out there now? Not that I can think of. If not, I'm sure you'll post it up when you think of one. Yeah. But, oh, let's see here for the board game. This week, I guess I'll go with the first expansion for zombies which was zombie corpse that's c-o-r-p-s and then an e in the parentheses this one this edition is set on a military base and so it has the gates to the base that you mix in with the other tiles and when you find it then you then have two sets of tiles to place from either in the regular town or off into the military base and this one added in um, the radioactive zombies. So with this came with six glow-in-the-dark zombies that are harder to kill, and they move two squares instead of just one when they move. Hmm. But other than that, it, there wasn't much except for some more cards, different cards to be added in. Then it wasn't all a whole total lot added to the game. But the winning's still the same. Make it to the helipad or kill enough zombies. And that's a, just a regular board game? You can just play with, like, four to six people? Oh, I think it's up to four. No, it may be four to six. But this was an add-on to the game I talked about last week. Oh, okay. That's just the second of, like, 13 or 14 expansions. <laughs> Um, I guess for this week my plug will be Ash vs. the Evil Dead oh I want to watch that watch so it, bad you haven't, it was great <laughs> plenty of cheesy lines it's like Ash picks up some chick in the bar because she's not interested at first when she sees his wooden hand and then he's like well I lost it saving a kid from a train and so she gets all interested in on him then and they're having sex in the bathroom at the bar and he's slapping her with the wooden hand he's like do you like my wood <laughs> just made me laugh I'm gonna find that online somewhere cause I don't have it's on Showtime mm-hmm. right Stars. stars I don't have any of those channels nope. <laughs> yeah I mentioned to my wife that I wanted to get stars so I could watch that and I didn't think she was going to order it, but she surprised me by doing it. She's not a big uh, Evil Dead or Army of Darkness fan. I am. I love the movies, but I'm so sad. Everybody was talking about it the other day when it was on, and I was like, I can't even watch it. But I kept seeing the commercials on it work. (laughs) But we don't have that channel at work, so I don't know why they were on there. So, 
I don't have anything else. Me neither. Mm-hmm. Micro? <laughs> no. I have, I have no... no. Okay. Well, I guess we will uh, see everybody next week. But first, go check out everybody at Zombie Entertainment Network. We've got a bunch of good shows over there. XD Experience, Zombie Life Podcast, uh, Man Cave Musings, a um, bunch of other people over there. Go check it out. Um, you can find me... Well, I guess you can find us at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics. All capitals, all one word. You can find me at on Twitter at Xdafied. That's X-D-A-F-I-E-D. Um, on Untapped and Snapchat at Jesse Pittsburgh. And I guess that's it for me. You can also find us on Twitter at ZMB Anonymous. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, Untapped, at uh, Freak5Chaos. Oh, it's me. A micro. <laughs> uh, you can find me online at EDA14. That's Twitter. That's that's the thing. Sorry. Um, <laughs> then, <laughs> uh, same on Untapped, yeah, EDA14. And on Snapchat, Eric with a K, 1990. Woo! So we will see you guys next week. Enjoy your nightmares. Bye, guys. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.